<laughs> That's a familiar feeling. Love that goal horn. It's such a good goal horn. Doesn't bring back any memories for me. It was a fun game. It was a fun game. Are you ready to get hurt again? I'm so ready to get hurt again. Are you ready to get hurt again? I mean, you're never really ready. Let's go! Give me what I want! Kick down the door! Drew, you are not doing this! What? Not nice! There's a giant head! <laughs> you hear yourself! I made like 2,000 of these. I'd like to have fun. With you, wherever you are, welcome to LFR. <laughs> mm, mm. Real quick, think you know which way it's gonna go? Head on over to Sports Interaction. When the puck drops, Sports Interaction has you covered pregame live betting on all major sports, MLB's back, and prop bets. Wanna bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN and download the Sports Interaction app. You can use the QR code on the screen, but only if you're 19 plus, please play responsibly. Alright, alright, alright! We're gonna do a one-taker. This is this is no preparation, just off the dome. Leafs lose 2-1 in overtime to the Boston Bruins. In Boston. It matters more than it was in Boston. It's the sights, it's the sounds, it's all the trauma. My eyes are actually, I went a really long time without blinking there. That hurt. I thought I could hold it, and I couldn't. Listen, here's where we are, right? There's five games left. Heading into this game, there's five games left. Now there's four. Now there's four. Leafs have this game against Boston. They got Montreal on Saturday. To me, this is the last real test of the season. The last discernible, real tune-up of the season. Even though there's four more games left. They got this. They got Montreal. They ought to be resting guys against Montreal. Or at very least, you got to assume the intensity is not going to be the same as it was for this game. Then they got three games... On the road to end the season. Florida? You don't want to poke that bear. Did, did you see... The last time the Leafs played the Panthers? Oh, it could be a feisty one. And then the Panthers with the Sens tonight? They're playing for their playoff lives. And it shows in every game. The Lightning. Mm. <laughs> that is a fascinating one. First of all, you don't want to give them anything. You don't want to give anyone anything, any ammo. Ilya Samsonov, he shouldn't even dress. He shouldn't even, like, whoever plays the game, I assume Joseph Wool, if he were to get hurt, I don't want to even see Samsonov step in as a backup. If you can afford it, call up Eric Shelgren. Like, Matthew Nyes is going to join the Leafs at some point, like what, next week? Play him. Wayne Simmons, it's... Play him, throw him in there. Gustafson, Timmins, Lilligren. Play, play all three of them at forward. I don't care. The Lightning have so many players out injured now. They have had so many fights recently. There have been fines anytime Corey Perry or Patrick Maroon or any of those guys are involved. No. That second last game of the season is going to be utter anarchy. And then the last game of the season, I mean, who? honest to goodness, who cares? 
It's Detroit. I'm pretty sure it's Detroit. Producer Drew made a great point while we were recording the podcast today that, listen, home ice advantage in the first round. What about the Eastern Conference Final? That's a great point because there's Tampa. Next round, if you win the first round, there's very likely Boston. It's not a guarantee, but it's very likely Boston. And then in the third round, oh my goodness, Carolina or like the Devils or the Rangers, you want home ice advantage over them. We cannot think that far ahead. We just cannot control. That is so much time and so many games and so many shifts and so many bumps and bruises and stuff getting cracked back into place and rolled out and just taped up everything and everything. That is so far from now. Get in. Since 2004, they haven't won around. Get in! As healthy as you can get in. So that is why, that's a long explanation for why this is the final tune-up. And they did well. The Leafs did very well. They didn't win. I would have liked to see them win. But they didn't win. They played well. All right? Sheldon Keefe, I think, has found his lineup. What you saw tonight is what you're going to see game one, unless someone gets hurt. Unless someone gets hurt. I could see him playing around with O'Reilly on the second line. He did it in this game. He did it in this game, though. I don't think that's what he wants to do full-time. I think that's what he wants to do sometimes for fun and pizzazz. The after-penalty-kill line with uh, Nylander and Matthews and Tavares. Fun! Fun! Situational fun! He's found what he likes. Bunting Matthews yarn croak. I get it. I'm not totally sold, but I get it. Nylander, Tavares, Marner. I get it. I'm not totally sold, but I get it. Who's on the third line? Kerfoot, O'Reilly, Achari. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what? Growing on me. Aston Reese, Kampf, and Lafferty. Oh, growing on me. And Sheldon says he likes it. And you know what Sheldon likes goes. And I got to tell you. That line looked great against Boston. That bottom six looked great against Boston. I know it's not the playoffs. And I'm looking at this probably differently than the Leafs are a little bit. And definitely different than the Bruins are. They get their win. They're a little, they're another step closer to a regular season record. I don't think they care. I think they care a little bit. I think they care a little bit. But at the end of the day, they have one goal in mind. And that's the Stanley Cup. The intensity wasn't the same as a playoff game. This was as tough and as aggressive and as gritty and as hard-hitting a Leafs team as I've seen against the Bruins since I can't even remember. Even in 2013, that Leafs team, it had a lot of toughness. It didn't have the legs to keep up with the toughness. The Bruins had good players who were tough. The Leafs had designated tough guys. And in that seven-game series, you really saw the difference. In 2018, at least in that department, it wasn't a contest. In 2019, at least in that department, it wasn't a contest. In this one, the Bruins will go back to that locker room victorious as well as battered and bruised. Achari throwing the body. Lafferty 
throwing the body and then getting challenged. And I tell you what, I don't think he won that fight against AJ Greer, but he did not back down. Shen up in everyone's face. I loved it! And that fourth line scoring again. Lafferty followed up his worst game as a Leaf with his two best. Easily his two best. Sam Leaferty, they should call him, you see, because it's very funny. And the Bruins didn't solve the Leafs. They didn't solve the Leafs' defense, and they didn't solve Ilya Samsonov until halfway through the third period. It was a mix-up. It was a... You gotta pay attention to detail. Shen Riley, and Riley didn't look too good on that one. At the end of the day, it looked... They almost cleared it. Like an inch, they almost cleared it. And it's the same thing. Play to the whistles. Yeah, play to the... Zone is cleared. I get it. I get it. But to me, that's what the tune-up's for. Everything that came before it was so good. This is what the tune-up's for. I am taking a completely different approach to this game to the one earlier this season, again in Boston, where the Leafs and Bruins played super tight against each other. The Bruins get the lead late. Overtime is pretty late in this instance, but they tie it up and they get the lead late and they end up beating the Leafs. And it's another game where the Bruins win in a game where the Leafs played them very competitively, could have come away with a win, could have come away with two points, and they didn't. But I'm looking at this totally differently, totally differently. The Bruins had a slight advantage in shots in the first period. The Leafs had a slight advantage in shots in the second period. Third period comes around, the Leafs actually have more than the Bruins, even though the Bruins finally found a way to solve them, and they scored and forced it to overtime. Three on three? Three on three? I would love to get all worked up about that, I tell you what. But you know what? I gotta rest the ticker. I gotta rest the diaphragm. I gotta... I know that's not how it's pronounced. Shut up. I gotta... I gotta rest the... 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 Voice! Coconut oil in the tea and in the coffee for the next week. At two weeks. Because the playoffs are around the corner. I would love to get worked up about how they played in the three-on-three -three overtime. There's no three-on-three -three in the playoffs. I mean, it's possible. It's highly unlikely. Can you imagine four people being in the box at the same time in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Like, not at the end of the game when the refs are just trying to manage the thing? I, I can't. I cannot. Riley takes a penalty. He saved a goal. Dude saved a goal. He gets the stick up in Brad Marchand's hands. Saved a goal. That's a tap-in. While the Leafs are killing the penalty, there's a face-off. And the puck is touched by a Bruin off the face-off. And they call a penalty for a face-off violation. And the refs get together in their little hive mind. Patrice Bergeron's in there yapping away. Brad Marchand from the bench with his mighty might roar. Yelling at his best friends in the entire world. Easily his best friends. Christmas and birthday cards, best friends in the entire world. And I tell you what, they reverse the call. No penalty, they say. Weet. No penalty. And they announce it to the crowd. Ah, and they, ah, there's no penalty. And they're so happy about it. And I gotta say, even as a Leaf fan, I couldn't get mad at them reversing the call because it was so nice to finally see a call go the Bruins' way. Well, wasn't that nice for you? Was it? I love a warm and fuzzy story. Everyone loves 
a David and Goliath story. I love when the little guy perseveres. I really do. I'm so happy for them. And the Leafs kill it off. And very shortly after they kill it off, the puck is in the back of their net. Three on three. Big Sully for the Bruins. Hats off to them. They won. They won. Fair and square. But I was watching this game. Wife was there in the room. And I turned to her and I said, oh no. Oh no. And she goes, what? What? What's the matter? I go, the Leafs look really good. And she goes, that's a good thing. I go, I know. But I'm starting to believe. I'm starting to believe. Steve, haven't you always believed? No, I'm being you. I'm not, I'm not being her. I'm having a pretend conversation. Steve, haven't you always believed? Of course I've always believed. That's why I'm still here. I am not leaving. Can you imagine I stopped doing LFRs and then they finally won the thing? I wouldn't be able to live with myself. I believe. But sometimes you got to believe in magic. Like in 2013, 2018, those series, you had to believe in magic. The Leafs were not the better team. 2017 with the Capitals, you had to believe in magic. The Leafs were not the better team. These past few years, damaging. Damaging to the thing that lives in my skull. They shoulda, they coulda, and they woulda if X, Y, and Z. They didn't. They didn't. There's, there was no magic. There was evil, dark magic of the, of the highest degree involved in all of those. It could, this year could be the perfect storm of they're genuinely good enough to do it. And there could be some magic involved as well. Maybe, maybe I'm being naive. Maybe, maybe, maybe I've lost my mind a little bit. 16 seasons talking about this team. But I tell you what, they look real good. Questions? How okay are you with this game? Toronto lost and I feel unfazed. I feel like we played a great game. I feel great! Why? From Kate, Kyle Dubas was at the final four tonight. Do you think he is bringing Matthew Knives back from Tampa with him? I hope he brings him, but I, I don't think the Leafs have enough contract slots to sign both Matthew Knives and Matthew Knives. I'd rather them sign Matthew Knives. He sounds scarier. And lastly, from this game on the injury front, Charlie McAvoy left the game, but Elliot Friedman updated. Boston coach Jim Montgomery said Charlie McAvoy was removed from the Toronto game for precautionary reasons. Bruins do not believe anything serious. And a different report with the Tampa Bay Lightning from Chris Johnston. Hello, CJ. The injuries are piling up for the Tampa Bay Lightning with Anthony Sorelli, Brandon Hagel, Tanner Janot, Patrick Maroon, and Eric Chernak all currently on the sidelines. So yeah, rest the guys. Over the next four games, rest the guys! Don't be stupid! That is... <clears throat> so that is it for this one. Thank you very much for watching. Click like if you like this video. Click subscribe if you really liked it and tell all your friends. <laughs> Smell that?